couple of seconds. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to a little bit of wellness. I'm joined by my guest, David Murphy. David, how are you? What's the crack, Laurie? Thank you for having me, my friend. No problem, but um, so myself and David, we're um, work colleagues actually, so that's why we're in the studio together. <laughs> Glad to be here. Um, David, like you're massively into fitness, man. You're a trainer like myself. Um, what kind of got you into that? Like, what was the main message that you talked like? Do you want to get into it? So, it's a long story, mate. If, if um, I'm kind of we we kind of grew up in my family. We were mad sports, like athletes. We played soccer, football. We did athletics. We did everything. We were all playing sports, always the whole time. So, up until my early twenties, it was I was never really a gym guy. Never in the gym. I had a set of dumbbells at home, and I would just you know buy some curls. Yeah. Had guns to take it to the gun stores and all big arms, for all the girls like, and that was it. And I used to think, you know. Oh, you big arms are strong, you're big, you're everything, but that wasn't the case at all. So I got injured in the middle of a football game, actually. Uh, I tried to do I was a bit of a, uh, how are we for curses on this, too? All good, man, all good. <laughs> I was a bit of a, a cunt <laughs> on the pitch, you know, I'm not going to try and hide it. I was just getting sent off more times than I did anything good. So I kind of tried to hard tackle a guy who was a rugby player, more or less, as I used to always do, and whatever way we connected, I came off the worst. And I hit the ground so hard on my left shoulder, the ground was so hard in the pitch in the KDL in Chile, and my left shoulder completely popped the collarbone out of place, out of socket. And to this day, it's right here, you can see, right sticking out here where it's not supposed to be. And yeah, that kind of that kind of drove me into rehabilitation. I had to do rehabilitation and physio for eight months. I couldn't play any sports. Um, you know, I was. I remember I, my ex-girlfriend at the time. Uh, she used to kind of have to dress me in the mornings because I couldn't yeah. move my arm. Oh, how, how old were you when that? I was twenty-three. So five, five, five years yeah, ago. Around that, yeah, and yeah, it was, it was a tough one. It was a sore one. You know, not being able to play sports. I didn't really care about every other aspect of things. I don't know, just not being able to play sports. My brothers were still playing. We were still kind of winning the trophies, winning big games. And I was sitting on the side with the arm in the sling. So after I got the arm off the sling, we did some uh, physiotherapy with Jack uh, Buckley from the square. Did some physio with him. And we did some rehabilitation here, actually, inside the, the gym with Tony. He was the one who started me off my rehabilitation. And the slower we got into it, the stronger I got. And then I started noticing, you know, I was putting on this bit of size with the strength and other people started noticing it then as well too. So that kind of release of dopamine, endorphins, you know, you feel great after working out. Did, did it happen fast for you, the size? Like the was size, it? Yeah, yeah, the virgin gains, as they say. That happens with everybody who's working out. Like, you know, when you haven't really lifted before, worked out, you haven't been following a certain diet, once you start hitting the gym and you're going to see the virgin gains. So going there's no better gains in working out in gym worth than virgin gains. No yeah. better gains. You would have, they're always the best ones. It's to maintain, and especially when you hit a plateau, it's to maintain this, the hard work. So I started gaining muscle anyway, and before I knew I got addicted. I got addicted to working out, going to the gym. It was everything to me. And yeah, I got I, I fit again, got stronger again, put on some size. Uh, I was able to protect myself in playing sports when I eventually got back. I, my game changed, actually. My entire game changed. I used to be the kind of skillful, hard tackler kind of guy, but once my game changed, I kind of was more, you know, I was blocking, I was more hold up to the leg, yeah. you know, I, I was totally Slower, kind of. Yeah, slow, I completely lost a bit of pace, yeah. I lost the yard of pace, but I got so strong, and um, being able to hold up there is twice my size, physical in the air, whereas before I was getting bounced around, like, you know, yeah. that kind of way, and 
it just changed my whole outlook and everything. And yeah, I suppose in general, there's always a silver lining when, when you think of it. I, I'm glad that happened to me. Oh yeah, yeah. That's how it happened. You know, that's how. When I mean, everyone says, "Do you, do you like not regret it, but like it's a cause you pay and everything like that?" I, sometimes it does. Yeah, of course, there's a bit of a pinch. It's nowhere near as strong as my right. But it is what it is. It's the, the hand I was dead, but it got me focused, got me driven to where yeah. I am now, passionate about lifting the weights, gym, working out, and helping other people. So I believe things happen for a reason. And 100%. It's supposed to happen to me, but yeah. I figure out what I needed to do. I agree with that. Um, I think every kind of thing that happens in your life, it shapes you. Do you know? Oh, it so it's... I agree, because, man, even in your... Like, you, we could go so deep about things here. Even in... Like your, your your mental health and stuff like that, you know, your yeah. relationships, your relationship with your friends, your family, you know, you kind of, you, as you said, it shaped you, you, you figure out who you are. I didn't know who I really was for a while there. I was, I, I'm through some amount of... Personality changes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I was, I, I, I want to say I was a bit of an emo punk kind of guy. Like, <laughs> I was, I had this, this blonde, Mohican, with a very long clothes back in the day, you know, the long t-shirts, the long, the high tops, all black, the wristbands, you know, I used to have the, the ear, uh, what's that called, the eyebrow pierce, eyebrow pierce yeah. they pushed it out, and my body neglected it, that should have been a, a bit of a tent design, yeah. yeah. for you my friend, your body's re- rejecting it, I'm through that, um, I found out who I kind of really was as I got older and things started happening in my personal life, like, you know, even a couple of years back there, my, my ex-girlfriend, the latest one, uh, we'd say, the latest one. In the <laughs> of a big long list. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, but yeah, she, uh, it was when we broke up, that's what kind of really, it took hold to me or where I needed to be, what I was doing wrong and like how I was going to change. I was, I'd never been more focused on what I need to do and how I need to go about to achieve it than I am right now in <laughs> this current environment. Because when I was with her, and we had a great relationship. She's a she's a terrific girl. We didn't end badly or anything like that. She's she's uh, so if she's listening to this, uh, you and she are terrific girl. It's not good good stuff for you. But um, I don't know. There was times there like I, I kind of went through it on my Instagram on a post. See, I go mate, I'll ramble on here. You're grand. That's what it's all about, man. I go went through it on an Instagram post back in about a year or so ago about where I was mentally after the whole breakup situation. I remember. Do you know there's there was times. When we were like when we first got together, I would have done anything for for this girl, anything, man. You know, the, the, everything. I, I remember there was there was times when we kind of we weren't seeing eye to eye, and we kind of we took a break for a while, and I was distraught, and I was yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not afraid to say it. Like, I kind of pleaded to kind of stay in the race to get back, and we did, and we were together for another two more years. But at that time, when I look back at it now, from when we eventually did break up again. I, there was a time when I would have done anything for, the, for that girl, anything in the world, you know, anything. And then, as towards the end of it, we kind of, um, I wouldn't even, you know, get off playing games of Fortnite with the boys when she'd come home from work and stuff like that. I wouldn't get off playing Call of Duty. She'd come home from work after a big long shift uh, where she was working. And, you know, she was stressed and she was tired. And I'd just be there, headphones on, the boys just like, oh, it's okay. And she just wanted me to get up and say, like, one more game, you know. Like, back yeah. And when we first got together, I wouldn't have even been anywhere near that kind of mentality, you know, and nowhere near it. And, you know, towards the same thing, we, we kind of petered out. I got, I got a bit of a slump. There were times we'd get up in the morning and, you know, we, she'd go to work and I was coming down here. But then as I was dropping her into work, uh, I'd turn around and I'd just go back home. Again, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't working out. I gained weight, but not, not, I didn't get sloppy, though. I just kind of, I, I was still training, but nowhere near where I was. I wasn't in the shape that I am 
And I, I was depressed, you know, that's the, the yeah. not, I was depressed, man. I was, I was a bit down. I, I knew that there was something in my life that wasn't right. And, and to be honest, I, I, I kind of, I blamed the girl and it wasn't, yeah, yeah. it wasn't her fault at all. I felt like that she was holding me back, but she wasn't. Yeah, well, when I see it now, when I look back at it, it's like, no, she was. It was just where I was. Exactly. The first thing we seem to do when we get into a bit of difficulty is we look around and point. Yeah. You, you, you. But we, the person we need to look at, we need to get a mirror and stare yeah, straight into it and oh, say, what can I do? Because we have control. Like. We do, because at the end of the day, like, uh, when we did, like, I knew we were we were coming down a bad road. We were going down a road where we were, we were, we were drifting. We were yeah. completely split apart. I was going one direction, she was going the other. And what we had so much in common for became like the little throwaways at, at towards the end, like there are obstacles more than anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I seen. I, I, I didn't. I used to go to put it. We used to kind of have a lot in common terms as well too. We, I would work out every single day, follow a certain diet, and didn't blow it all on the weekend going out to the pubs with the boys and with herself, you know, things like that, and eating shit food, me and. Chipper at the end of the night. Three days after, then not really working out properly. And that was that vicious cycle that kept going yeah. and going and going. And I could feel, you know, drink is a, is a donor. Yeah. Is a donor. So you, be, you are depressed after after a hangover, you're throwing down. Mm-hmm. It is, it is what it is. And then you start thinking, and you know. You, you know what I call that? I, I call that a week to week person. They live, they live week to week. It's yeah. live for the weekend. That's it's, yeah. it's yeah, and yeah. The re- you're recovering after the weekend and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you're just waiting for Friday again after yeah, that. Me, like you're, you hit the nail. That's exactly the road I was going down, and yeah. I was came to a point in my life where I knew I had to change that. You know, I had to do something. I went, to, you know, I was with the cork. I got qualified in stuff that I love to do, and. Um, I was still in the relationship at the same time. We were still we were still golden at that time as well too. But it, it didn't towards the end. I wanted to do more. Yeah. I wanted to travel. I knew I was like I, I really wanted to travel and this whole COVID thing that missing a lot of that. So yeah. but I wanted to travel. I wanted to create online businesses. I was I've learned so much stuff over the, the pandemic, the first lockdown. I used I do webinars and seminars, I learned marketing, everything like that. So when we like when I I might I don't want to sound bad, but I felt that my ambition outweighed hers. You know, okay. anyway, but yeah. she she was kind of still stuck in that certain area where like you know she she like to go out on the weekends stuff like that where I I I wanted to focus on improving and setting myself up for the long term things yeah. like that. So we kind of drifted towards the end. Yeah, it was we we didn't end badly, but it was sad. So you know, like I was in a bad spot. I was in a bad place when we broke up, even though I knew it was coming. I yeah. knew it was coming, and I had seen it coming. I just couldn't stop it. And but I didn't really want to stop it at the same time. Yeah, it like it seems like that how you speak about it it seems like that was the big shift yeah. in terms of your mind that it was not that she was a bad person or anything just you needed to get out of that for exactly, yourself yeah. to become Maybe, you know you keep it you hit the nail in the head again there the person could be the nicest person in the world but they could still be toxic towards you you know in terms of your yeah life. not in terms of, like the not toxic person tell you of course be not want nothing for the best for you but it just doesn't work out exactly sometimes. you know it, yeah that's just the way life is and there you don't yeah i'm a i'm a strong believer you're not going to meet the, the girl who's right for you or the man who's right for you mm-hmm. in your hometown i just don't you think so no, yeah. no, maybe not get out and well, maybe you do maybe maybe in some cases you do but i think the modern day they, i think a lot of people sitting you know what i mean they yeah. sit and i i'm not one to sit and i hate sitting and, yeah. 
settle is exactly what it says. You settle yeah. what's in front of you. You're settling down. You get lazy. You get complacent. You get you just become content. I don't want to be content. I want to be happy. You want someone to challenges you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Properly. You want someone that's going to it may come into your life and make it better, not just oh yeah. That may improve it, like you're not just coming in and it's like, oh yeah, I'm happy I have a girlfriend, happy I have a boyfriend, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so you, you need to bring someone. I feel like you're wasting your time if you just get with someone just for the fact to say that you have, you're in a relationship. Yeah. You know, and I, that's coming from a guy, I've been with, I've been with a lot of girls, and I'm, you know, I was a bit of a dickhead back in my day. And you know, <laughs> I know, I know where, where you're talking about and stuff like this, so. Yeah, it just came to a point where we needed to break up, and that, as you said, completely shifted my mindset. I was in a whole new level of focus. Hired a coach, one of the best coaches in the world. I had so many great coaches, like Alan Murphy. I mean, she was my mentor for a long time. I still keep in contact with him whenever I'm questioned about something. My own current coach, Joe Bollinger, great coach, amazing person, superhuman being. And I feel like if you want to improve, you've got to invest in yourself, you've got to invest in your life. You can't just go tipping away day by day. That's just my mindset. So I think I'm always about improving. Like that settling mindset, man, it doesn't work for me. I yeah. cannot settle. There's always, especially as a man, I feel like when men settle, you're just settling. Like, I don't mean to sound bad either, but do you ever see like like guys nowadays when they settle? It's like it's like they they have dad bods at 20, 22 years of age. Yeah. They just start getting the dad bods in, and it's like, oh, you're just settling down. You're not trying to improve yourself. And I, I just, I hate that kind of mentality, that mindset. I feel like a man should. Oh, I feel like when a man gets complacent and gets comfortable, that's when he's at his most vulnerable, and that's when he can be. So, there are a lot of dads though, like that are urged that have turned their life around. Like, oh, you know, there's a lot of them that it's been made the best of them. You know, like yeah, yeah. In, it, oh, it gives I mean, them. Don't get me wrong. When there's dads our age, I, that's the best thing in the world you can have children. It, yeah. it changes your life, your mentality, your mindset, and everything. And um, I'm not, I'm not shifting it, I'm not doubting it or anything like that. It's just um. That's what, like I said, it's my mentality. I just want I want to do things before. I, oh, yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's not the timing isn't right. It's, you know, yeah. everyone's timing is different. Do yeah, it. Yeah, of course it is. And there's a, I know there's a lot of guys out there who didn't plan on having a baby, and a lot of women didn't plan on having a baby. It just happened. So like that's why, I, that's why I come to think of terms. You're not gonna being with the same person in your hometown. I, I just don't think I need to just go. It's, like, it's I mean, not for you. It's not for me. I yeah. need to get out and. Travel, explore. Like, like I said, I'm, I'm not even supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be in Asia, in Burma, right now, doing like uh, teaching kids English over there, and staying for another year, another semester afterwards. But the whole COVID stopped it. So I was, always, I always think to myself, where would I be if there was no COVID? Yeah. Like, I probably wouldn't admit, I wouldn't admit you. Yeah, I wouldn't admit you. More like, likely. You know what I mean? If it, um, you know, I, we, I, I we wouldn't be, be here today anyway. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. So, but there's all, like things happen, man. Things happen for a reason. There's a reason I'm still here. Um, obviously, the COVID is one of the main reasons in the pandemic and stuff. But you know, you got to make the most of the hands you're dealt. And until then, I'm going to make the most of everything. But um, yeah, I know that was a big long ass answer for uh, how did you get into fitness. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. no, still, it's it's yeah. good to have a backstory. Of someone like you know a lot of things like nice that. Story, and you say like you've coaches now, so a lot of people might be wondering, are you into a specific sport? What what is it that you like? I know, but what, for the viewers and stuff, and already talked to Mike away. Yeah. But what what's the coach for and things like that? My own coach right now. Yeah. And um, I hired Joe. He's a coach for me. Uh, I I want to compete. See, there's another goal in mind. I like to compete in men's physique in okay. the 170 pound mark, which is was my walking weight until I dropped down some weight in size. Um, so we, we structured everything. I've had Joe for a year now and 
what we're doing now, we're in prep at the moment for a photo shoot coming up the 21st of June, and then we're going to go into heavy prep after that and or compete hopefully by the end of the year, depending on how things are, how things change. Um, wherever it is, I could be in a different country, I might still be here. We don't really know, but we're just going to go into it with a mindset that we're going to compete. Right now, the, the prep is for um, a photo shoot. They, I'm starting a website. Uh, just getting a website up, getting uh, more professional looking photos in, uh, things like that. You know, just really, really just throw myself out there. Like, yeah. See, yeah, he's my coach. He's changed, done so much for me in terms of not just physical and everything. I feel like a, a good coach needs a good coach. I feel like that has to be the way you go forward. I've learned so much from Joe. Yeah. So much, educational-wise, my mentality has completely changed. My mindset, how I look at things, and how I train my clients, and how I talk to people as well too. I just completely changed everything up about it. And I got tips from Joe, and I kind of interacted with my own kind of with my own clients, and how I would train them and teach them from what I previously would have taught them. Yeah. So now, like, so it's just nothing but up and positive. It's probably the best investment I've ever made in my life. Good, that's great. And in terms of COVID and things like that, how do you think that has impacted in terms of, so normally like you'd be periodizing your training, you'd be saying, okay, we need to cut back now yeah. and things. Having the lack of clarity, no time frame as such, mm-hmm. how has that been for you? Like, um, like, like I see when this stuff happens, it, it, it's not ideal, of course it's not ideal, but you make lemonade out of lemons, you know, it's, it's the hand you're dead and it's how you kind of, you adjust to it. I see so many people, man, and it drives me mad why people just love to complain you know? yeah. they just love to complain and woe is me oh this only happens mm-hmm. to me you know i can't go out into the club or i can't go to the pub like there's people dying there's people yeah, dying yeah. there's homeless people around the place and the, perspective it's, it's perspective man it's only, and i feel that when, when you have that, that shadow mindset that inside it just shows you where you are in your life and how yeah. you think about things and uh i don't know it, it hasn't been great obviously for any coach, any coach around the place, you know, online coach and stuff, I know it's a lot, it's a well, well, you know, completely saturated business right now with online coaching, like, yeah. you know, yourself and stuff, and that's the kind of route that I want to go down eventually, but, but I do miss the one-on-ones, you know, the training. Yeah, like just the interaction, yeah, it's, you can vibe off someone a lot better, I find, in person, like, you know. Accountability, like, you can hold them accountable, uh, only to a certain aspect. Yeah, like, you, know, you can hide behind the phone. There is, yeah, there is, and so or like, laptop. Yeah, you can you can hide laptop. behind the screen, like yeah, you know, that's. The screen, you can make up some words, you know, things like that. Just, yeah. um, it's like when you see them in person, you can read, you can. I feel you can get a deeper connection to mm-hmm. them as well too. And I think that you're a personal trainer. You are a personal trainer. Like you are literally, they hire you to train them personally into what do you need for our goals. If you're going through one client at a time is like, oh, that's my client here, and I have another client who wants a completely different thing to that person, you know, or another one here, all within the same day. Are you really giving them the best value, you know, are you giving exactly. them the best money, you know, buck for the bank for the buck, as they say, to kind of just like, really, really kind of get up close and personal, you can see where they are, you can sit down, you can talk, you can have a coffee, you can see where their mindsets are, which is pivotal, it's actually probably more important than it is. ever, because if you're not right here, you're never going to be right, exactly. 100%, so, has it been ideal? But like I say, we make lemons, lemonade, sorry, other lemons. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, I'd just like to point out this podcast here, I've done prep for every single one of them and I'm absolutely winging this one. <laughs> yeah, so that's me, though, guys. That's, I just, I, all I know is when I get going, I just banter off. You know, you probably find it hard for me to shut up, to be honest. Not at all. It's all great, all great. Um, I was just saying, we have a bottle of whiskey here. Might as well. <laughs> 
perfect for a, for a heavy leg session. 100%. No protein shakes here, guys. Just yeah. have to squat and this is some whiskey. I better get in, Mike, but this is a post-Cheltenham celebration for me. Yeah, I have no idea about horse racing, so I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to be the sidekick here. Staunch, yeah. Sounds right, my man. Oh, James. We'll do the um, air, I suppose. Air staunch, yeah. There you go, buddy. A small zip. I'm too used to that. <laughs> this is a wellness podcast, but uh, this is a wellness podcast, guys. But I haven't come to drink in a minute. Have you not? I haven't drank in a minute, like, and that's I'm literally just after for all of you that's watching this. I'm literally just after a leg session. Came straight in here. This I wouldn't. This wouldn't be ideal. So don't just go copying this. Get your protein shake. Get your carbs in. Get your protein in. Stuff like that. Ah, natural, natural. If you can. This is this is. Uh, this is this is strong and I, I'm, it's tasty, but <laughs> it's good, it's good shit, right? Uh, I went through like I went through two bottles last week during Shetland myself. Like. Before, <laughs> before. It's obvious on that, anyway. Oh, that's good, but yeah. I've been to Paddy since back in the day, me and Sean. Yeah. I was telling you that earlier, yeah, since back at Arms Hotel inside the pans in the stall. Nice do you know what I just find out? We shouldn't be going about drink too much. But when I was younger, I used to be able to drink whiskey and just floor it back and not oh, a word. Exactly. Didn't even think of it like, I you know, it's just. You know, as we get older, you swear we're older, we're in our 20s, but this is, I don't know, man, I, and I feel like when you get into fitness, your body can't handle it half as much. Exactly. Man, I go yeah. to pubs and I'm drunk after four points, 100%, and I, I'll be yeah. winning at the boys and be like, no, what would you do? I'm like, I am not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I just be in my head, oh, I guess you go home. Yeah. I'm gone, like. I, I find the more you kind of dedicate your life to more positive things, Yeah. when you get into, like, not the drinking and going out is negative, but when you try and do it in terms of binge, like yes. and go like four points is like you're serving that should be it really yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. but we're so used to oh I drink eight and nine points yeah great or ten points or it is man see the thing is like when did it become so bad that uh, oh man we're drunk after four points yeah, yeah. I'm after saving a bottle of money I'm after having the same exactly. time you, right? you know like it's such a bad boast it is yeah it do you know it's, it's the, the it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like, oh, you, because at the end of the day, alcohol is a drug. It's like, oh, I can take more drugs than you. It, oh. it, it goes back to the week to week thing, though. So yeah. many people, like the people that can drink the 10 or 12 pints, and I have been one of them. Yeah. You're going out every weekend. That's yeah, your life. Yeah. And Do you know? You're able to drink 10 or 12 points because your body gets used to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So it becomes a, like, I was, yeah. as I say, man, there times there, I'm the hard man, you know, I'm, I'm sober when the boys are rotten. Exactly. The same amount. Yeah. But now, when you look back at it, after a certain period of life, and where you are, you think you're like, oh, Jesus, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, that was yeah. a dark part I was on, like, yeah. It's true, though. It's true. 100%. I agree with you. But that is nice, man. And I, I haven't had a drink in a minute, and... Yeah. That's it. Now I'm on the yeah, but what I found like recently, uh, <laughs> but like I'd have like my bear, I'd have maybe three or four glasses of whiskey a week at max. Do you know what? But no. no, like once a month, like do you know, I'd one Friday night I'd have one glass of whiskey, yeah, yeah. and then maybe one day a week I'd have one one glass. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Keeps it moderation. Do you know, and it's yeah, not. Yeah, there's there's not knowing it. Like I, I, what I used to do before was, and this is going to relate to any kind of rock of life, but. I used to go off drink for six months. Yeah. I wouldn't touch it. I'd be like, no, no, I'm into fitness, 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 fitness. And next thing, there'd be one big event on, and I'd go out. And I'd be fairly drunk fairly fast, but it would be the next day. Yeah. And then the following weekend. And then yeah. next thing, you go on a six months of that's out every weekend. Day, and it's a, it's a vicious cycle. Like. Same here. Like, you know what the, the concerts they have here at Revival? Mm-hmm. Those things. There was something similar like that with me. I won't be, I won't be drinking for a while. Then a revival on the races will come around. 
And then before I know it, I'm drinking seven days a week. You know, or the race is That's it. Yeah. yeah. Or the revival, you wake up and you just, all you want to think of is that pure animal goes straight to the pub. Yeah. Because the boys are all up because you're up because you're still drunk. Yeah. All you think That's it. Yeah. yeah. And you, you, know, you get the cure off getting more drunk. You do, yeah. yeah I, so I, I feel like it, it, it shows in certain people as well, too, um, when they start abusing alcohol. Uh, not, not just because of how they act, because of uh, how their physique goes, their skin changes, the complexion. You know, you yeah. can tell that person is abusing alcohol. Yeah. You know, definitely. Because they're not paying that for me, food, and not a chance. No. For certain different weights, there's. You can tell an alcohol, you put on weight from drinking too much alcohol, and you can tell even you put on weight from eating too much food. Alcohol, empty calories, stuff like that, it's just usually a pop belly or yeah. a crunchy face. Exactly. Yeah, whereas food is just like you're just getting certainly right? Yeah, it goes, it goes all, yeah. All, yeah. Legs and everything. Exactly. Like that, yeah. Yeah. Where alcohol, face comes, the pop belly comes. Mm-hmm. And the rest of it stays. Yeah, the rest of it stays. Probably mediocre, but the same the whole time. Like, but Definitely. Yeah, for, uh, not wrong with a drink every now and then either. But, uh, uh, 100%. Um, I suppose it is a wellness podcast. We better talk a few things wellness anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, what, um, so what would you kind of do for your overall well-being? You've spoken awful lot about there how not, not being in the right environment for you and with the right people, how it impacts you negatively. Yeah. Like since then, you've refocused things. Like what would be your top three things that you really religiously stick to? To, to kind of keep me in that routine. That yeah, makes yeah. Um, Self-motivation, you have to be self-motivated. That's the key that I do. You have to be self-motivated. If you're looking for a YouTube video or a post to get you motivated to do something, you need to have a clear outlook on where you are in your life and what you're doing. If that, if you don't, like, I, I get it, you know, people, people can, motivation can be hard for some people, you know, it's hard for me, even. you know, it can be hard to be mm-hmm. motivated, but if you are not self-motivated and that ties in to discipline, yeah. You know, you need you need to be disciplined and motivation tying together completely. So if you are if you're disciplined and you're motivated, you get in a structured routine, uh, what you're doing daily, write it out, have a goal set, that's gonna be one thing that's going to, no matter what, it doesn't have to be exercise, working out, it can be anything from your job to your relationship yeah. to walking the dog, things like that. that so I'm almost walk my dog today, I'm gonna to do that walk, come back and how much more productive are you when you start doing things that's you say you're gonna do? Accomplishing things is it, like exactly. it releases so much positivity. It like it's productivity is just, doing things because you say you're going to do them is like a, the biggest dopamine and dopamine release for me. When I say I'm going to do something, I do like it's as simple as yeah. that. I'm not going to say oh, I'm waiting tomorrow. There's no better time to do it mm-hmm. now. So like self motivation, discipline mm-hmm. would be key. Another one is uh, surrounding yourself with the right type of people. No, okay, this is a big one because I got uh, a lot of mates and. Um, I'm only a small circle though. I have a, a certain amount of friends. Well, I have a lot of friends, but I have a very small, tight unit. Yeah. And I'm on about 70 group chats. I'm not, not even kidding. I'm on so many group chats. So that's not even WhatsApp. That's just Messenger. Uh, but there's uh, one little group chat that, you know, that my t- closest friends and yeah. stuff like that will be on. I kind of, we stick to that. We kind of keep that middle going. Um, it's kind of strong as with the, the right people who want nothing but the best for you and things like that. That's when you, I feel like if you have, if you're in one group, and then the next day you're in another group, that comes across as fake. Yeah. It comes across as that you're not. You're trying to please everyone. You're trying to please everyone, and yeah. no, you're not going to please everyone. People are going to hate you. You could be Mother Teresa. People are going to hate you. Yeah. It is what it is. Like, you know, I, I just feel like stick to your guns. Be yourself. Either way, people are going to love you or hate you. Just kind of surround yourself with the right environment, the right people. Like, even down here with you in the gym, I'm surrounded by like-minded people. Mindset, we're all about fitness, health, well-being, everything like that. I live here, 
you live here. Yeah. We always live here. We're, like I know, like if we we are the lucky ones. We are because we can. We can come in here. We and, can come in here yeah. with the keys to the place. We can come in here. We can train. We can do anything. But we are we're not just doing it for the sake of doing it. We come down here. We do live videos. We do videos, recorded videos for memberships and stuff like that. We're not just coming in here every day just to train because we can't. Yeah, or talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. It is a perk. It is 100. It's a perk. Mm. But uh, yes, yeah, well, it's a release too. Like I talked to, to Triv and. A lot and Trev would be saying, you know, he, he just wants to, even because he has a gym at home. Yeah, would be I'm saying, the same, like, but yeah, I prefer true. to come in here. There's yeah, just, there is. That's the atmosphere. Yeah. You know, the music going, you're surrounded by your mates who are into the same type of thing. Exactly. It's, just, uh, it's a release. That would be my second thing. Surrounding yourself. The, the, the environment. Yeah, and surrounding yourself with like-minded people, the environment. That would be my top two things. And the third one's routine. You need routine. Yeah. You need a, You can't just wake up and win it every day. Um, if you're not going to if, if you wake up five days of the week at 7 a.m., 8 a.m., and then, you know, let's just lounge around till 12, 1, 2, uh, not only are you missing out on your, a lot of caloric intake, but your, your productivity is down, your motivation is down, and you have a higher chance of, especially if you're on a diet, if you're in a focus like that, you have a higher chance of kind of breaking a diet, fast, whatever it is, because you've not much time throughout the day. So you need to kind of like, Structure it all. Structure, routine, like the idea, even making your bed in the morning, it's just like things like that. Mm. Small, tiny things, waking up. So many people get up, and I was one of them, uh, get up and they spend half an hour on the, the phone, phone before they even get up to bed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If that's, I was one of them. I, I, I understand it. And I do it myself, the odd time, yeah. the odd time. Do, but, of course. You don't mind checking up on uh, check-ins, things like that. But if you're running, you're going through every app, like Facebook. Instagram, yeah, just to see is there anything new from Joe yeah, on the road. Like, that's yeah. it. It's like, Come on, man! Like you're wasting half an hour in your bed, just not on your phone, and you could just be up drinking a pint of water, stretching, getting out in the fresh air. The, the body craves structure and routine. The human body needs structure. It needs routine. It needs it needs discipline. Because, and and most of all, it needs to socialize. We need socialize. I know socializing mm-hmm. is hard now with everything that's going on, and we are being like kind of kept away from each other. But we need to socialize. We need to, to get out. We need to walk. We need to meet people. We need just to do that. Like we are social animals. Like that's yeah, that's it's what we are. We are. It's instinct, and like that's why so many people during lockdowns and things like that, like uh, getting down, they get depressed, they get everything, and it's completely understandable. I, I like I understand that. But like I I get a bit down too sometimes when I'm you know, just by myself or if I'm in Chile by myself with the yeah I won't get too far into it. Yeah, but um, things like that. But um. Yeah, man, it's just, well, to come back to it, as I said, I, I tend to, to rank discipline structure, you know, surrounded by yourself with the right people, the right environment, like, and, you know, just motivation, self-motivation, things like that. You know, these are the three key things that I try and stick to the whole time. And my coach, having a coach who has everything set up for you, all you got to do is implement it, you're just, you're 90% there. Yeah. So like just a little plug to all, like if you're looking for a coach, you know, like anyway, Yeah, hundred percent. Um is, yeah. I, the most thing like I kinda of picked up on while you were speaking was be yourself. Mm. Like what what I noticed massively, I went into like first year of college and I was like I was playing up to people. So yeah. like do you know how you conduct you're not you're not um in a good place mentally when you're acting to try and get a reaction from others. Yeah, yeah. You're you're like you're the clown. You're the class clown. Yeah, That's what you're trying to do. I was trying to be with everyone happy. Oh, great! I wanted everyone to like me. Yeah, yes, yeah. And everyone is like everyone talks to you. Everyone is happy in your company. Mm. No problem. But as soon as you find yourself, and as soon as you kind of, I decide 
like I had the knee injury and it kind of woke me up. Yeah. Like I suddenly realized, okay, I need to, this is who I want to be. And you start losing friends. Mm. losing them really they're not your friends no yeah. you're just you, you're, you're a circle that's so wide but so vague yeah yeah and ve- it, it suddenly closes in yeah, and oh, next thing it's, it's a narrow I agree with you, you that, that happens like a symptom of knee injury I, I, I'm lucky because all my close friends that have, that have a foot injury are still my close friends now yeah. they're not supportive like they're like I'm on, a, I'm on so many chats like I say but there's one chat in particular there's only like four or five of us on there probably four or five of my closest ones, my brother is one of them, you know yeah. what I mean, like, you know, so yeah, we, there's a, you, I wouldn't worry, it's not that I wouldn't worry, yeah, I wouldn't worry, what am I saying, well, you know, when you start changing, you start becoming more happy with yourself, and you start acting like more yourself, and you start losing friends, they're not your friends, no, you know what I mean, they're not, they're not really your mates, like, yeah. but there's people that, you know, that were in their social circle, that, that's it, yeah, you know, like drinking buddies. Yeah. How many people have drinking buddies? But are they really your friends? Like, if you met them on the street, would you actually have an intimate conversation with them? Do you know, would you be caring about what's going on in their day? I've seen mate. That's only people I know from town who I've known for years, years upon years. And you know, I'd say loads, and we'd chat a bit. But would I tell them anything? Would they care tomorrow if I left the country? You know, that kind of. You know, there's a certain amount of people, and it's it's very rare that you have uh, just one really good friend. But when you have about three or four. Like I am, I'm one of the lucky ones. Uh, no, it's, it's it's rare, man. So hold them tight and always put your friends and family first. Yeah. And obviously, with you, you come first. We come first. I come first. You come first. In our own mindsets. Yeah. So people at home, put yourself first. Friends and family come after. Because if you're not happy with yourself, you're not going to be happy with them. Yeah. So once you're happy, they're happy, and vice versa. Definitely. So don't worry about losing mates. You know, it is what it is. They're not really our friends. They, they kind of came to the community just because of a certain way of being there. That's it, exactly. And with sports then, like you kind of, you played football when you were yes. like kind of older and when did, you've obviously finished with that, when did you decide to come to that conclusion that that, yeah. I, I wasn't really given a choice but I'm kind of happy I did as well because I came back playing soccer and football and um, I started like, even, I gave up playing soccer with um, Nafina, it was the last soccer team I played for. And I gave up playing soccer because I kept getting, uh, you know, I, I'm very injury prone in sports because yeah. I'm physical. I decide to be physical on the pitch. It's just my mentality, it's my way I play. And it's, um, it's just the way it is. I have ankles, I have Murphy ankles that are weak. <laughs> and me and my family were all the worst ankles. And yeah, I just always get injured. And I noticed the injuries were happening a lot and they were stopping me from working because I couldn't, you know, you know, when I'm in the gym, you know, stuff like that, I can't work out, I can't work, yeah. you know, they would leave me up for weeks, and it was costing me money, it was costing me my physique, yeah. it was costing me my health, and I was like, is it worth it? I was putting the two and two together, I was like, I actually enjoy lifting weights, and getting in better shape, better mindset, and I enjoy making money a lot more, than I enjoy playing on a Sunday, you know, with the boys. And, and you like have that. less injury risk. Less injuries. Yeah. And saying that, though, I, after all that, maybe a year afterwards, I, I still stopped playing soccer, and I went back playing for Cloud Lacken. Football, oh. and I just want because I, I just miss I, I like I, I love sports, man. I'm the same, yeah. So yeah. I just went back to football Dalmacken for a while, and um, when I say a while, I was literally there a probably a month, and I I got it. I just kind of just have my mind focused on one thing, what I'm yeah. trying to do, and I'm glad I did, to be honest with you, because I, I was getting injured, I was getting hurt. It's just I can't change the way I am, you know. Yeah. I can't change the way I play, the way I I, I go about things. But, exactly. Yeah, it was football, soccer, and I just needed to give them up because it was costing me my teams inside the air. Being injured was, it was just costing me everything. You know? So, and by my, by my goals to be mental physique and 
shoots and just to travel and be healthy, I needed to stop getting hurt. Yeah. I had to give up the sports. Because I'm, why I'm asking is, I'm at the point where you were. Yeah. I'm at the point that one more and I'm done. Because yeah. I can't cope with it anymore. Like it's yeah. it's mentally I can't cope with it. Physically I can't cope with it. I yeah. come back from football and I could do the lightest session in the world. And I'm in agony. The doms would be ridiculous. It's crazy. It's yeah. the the impact. I can't. My body just can't handle it anymore. Yeah, you said it's, that to me upstairs. There is the about now. Yeah, I know about the hip flexors and stuff. And then if you had to like tilt the tape and stuff like that, because you said about your. The surgery you had in your leg. Yeah. It's everything is compounding yeah. and compounding and it's just but I, my advice to you, and I think I said this to you before, um you've got a pros and cons, see what always is the best and what means more to you. Yeah. You know, and I know you love football and stuff, but it's football gonna pay the bills, football well, gonna get you. What means the most I need to get out on the football pitch to get my hair cut. Yeah, <laughs> that's the bet I've made of myself. Oh, man, my hair. Yeah, because you, yeah. the first day we met, um, I was the only one in here that used to wear headbands because my hair would be yeah. off, so I wear headbands. And this bollocks came and said, yeah, <laughs> with a headband. And I was like, oh, I have a bit of a rival here. And I didn't know that he was working here. I was like, oh, I got someone who wears headband too. And you told me that you uh, have a bit that when you win. Um, but it was more for one of the lads said to me, he was like, you'll never get back on the pitch like. Yeah. But I was like, no, I'll be back for the county final. So that's where it came from. Yeah, but we never made the final. So you can't. So until I get back in the pitch now, yeah, yeah. and like, who knows when football is going to be back. Yeah, and you played bad day, don't you? Yeah. And a mate of mine, Dylan, you know, Dylan, yeah, yeah, Dylan, he, he's, uh, I know, does he coach there now? Or he, he, both, yeah. Dylan's yeah. yeah, sure, an animal now. He's, uh, yeah, he's strong. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Genetic style, he, like, yeah. he was always. I, I trained with Dylan down here a couple of times, and um, well, I, I didn't train with him. I was I walking down here, and he'd come in, and I'd just watch him training, and I'd be, well, he's strong. Yeah. So strong. I, I, I consider myself strong, aesthetically, very pleasing on the eye. But um, man, that fella, his legs are like three trunks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like he, he comes in with a, a shoulder problem and he just squats one yeah, arm. Yeah, no, <laughs> do you know? Yeah, he's like, they're squatting. He's like, oh my God. Yeah, he's sore. Yeah, he's sore, couldn't right? do the rotator cuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the rotator cuff. And he's just sitting Yeah. 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 David Murphy Fitness, which I want to actually, David Murphy Fitness, which I want to kind of cut down to this DM Fitness, but I will see what goes. Uh, so, yeah, I have that social media, I have, I have Twitch, I have, every, I have so many things that I do, and I, I need to expand on that. I'm not very consistent with my social media, I need to be, because I have so much stuff to post, but it's, I'm not really a social media guy as much. I, I like the odd story every now and then, but I, I just not really, I don't really care about social media, I don't really care about likes and follows and things like that. It's not my team, man. I just, I, maybe years ago would have been the only thing I cared about. It would have been, yeah. now it's like, well, but yeah. Just at the same time, guys, David Moore Fitness on Instagram. Follow. Follow. <laughs> Click that button. Get onto my Twitch as well too and subscribe and help me make money. Okay? So that's all When I make money, I'm happy. When I'm happy, you'll be happy. <laughs> it's all about the money. That's all. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day.
can do at times um, as well if any of you are watching like share and subscribe to this channel too yeah, please like share and subscribe to uh, a little bit of wellness a little bit of wellness on youtube yeah yeah i'm going to do it and i'm going to blast you all out my stories to my i don't know <laughs> massive audience yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> we'll be among the masses um so with yourself like you've told me what you do yourself for well-being for anyone like that's starting off as someone that has no clue what we've talked about just there that needs the, the basics still that wouldn't be the answer for them but <laughs> that's that's the answer to everything whiskey but um what would you say to someone just that has no experience with this like we're kind of talking here like it's just a natural conversation for us because we've experience in the field and yeah. all that but someone that has no clue like kind of where to start what would you say to in put fitness or, or, fitness or well-being anything at all like kind um, of when everyone starts somewhere, that's the first thing I'd say. So a lot of people, um, mates of mine and girls, especially females, the female girls that I train, and female girls that I train, the females that I train, and uh, the girls who want who come to me and ask me questions but don't actually put in the work on training themselves and stuff like that, but they just want to know where they can start. Everyone starts somewhere. I started somewhere, Paulick started somewhere, Cannon Von Mulgar started somewhere, Arnold Schwarzenegger started somewhere, everyone starts somewhere. So don't be worried about coming into the gym and seeing all these meatheads and these gorillas roaring and shouting. I can, and I can't stress this enough. We don't give a fuck if you're training. Yeah. I'm sorry for the language and stuff like that, but girls who are afraid to train in front of the boys because they think guys look at them, you need to fucking start your mindset out. Like we don't care. Guys don't care. They're in, everyone's in the gym to better themselves. Everyone. Mm -hmm. So don't worry if you're you're a female and you don't want to be around training fellas it doesn't matter the guys no one kids and no. damn like but it is understandable because it, is, I know it, can, be it can because i like when i used to come in when i was like my arms used to be tiny yeah. Like whatever, I, genetically, like my father's skinny. He's not. You know, I'm never going to put on muscle mass easy. Okay. It's just the way it is for me. Like I have to work harder than other people. But I used to come in and look at people lifting huge weights, and, and, and I was like, oh yeah, um, will I do that exercise now? Off like forty yeah, yeah. kg lighter. I was like, eh. do you know? But now, now there's lads my age to come in and they're looking at me and they're saying, Jesus, yes. how are you lifting that's that with your arms? Do you know? But that's yeah. it's just the way. Consistency, it is. Guys, that's yeah. another one. You know, Patrick asked what advice I give. I'd say just get started, start. There's no better time to start than now. Don't just wait, oh yeah, we're keeping a weekly team, so we we'll start Monday. You know, just start on Saturday, start yeah. on Friday or Thursday. Whenever exactly. body doesn't care, you're starting, you're working, it doesn't care. Yeah. Consistency, like Farrakh said, I was the exact same. Intimidation happened with me. I was uh, coming into a gym, I was forced to go to the gym, and I, yeah, I'd never been to the gym before really, so I was forced to go over the injuries. And the guys that I used to meet in the gym, big, strong guys who are still going to the gym to this day, Used to be this. I used to look at them like you know, meatheads, you know, that kind of way, juiced up to the gigs, and they weren't juiced. I was no. way bigger than I was, yeah. I just assumed. And I used to, yeah, kind of a bit of natural intimidation. Now I'm inside there, and these same guys are looking at me like I'm the juicy, like I'm the meathead, and they, how would I train this? And they kind of they get onto me about certain aspects of what and I just think. My, I remember four years ago when I used to be scared to even look at you because you were bicep curling 60 kg, you know, the kind of way with David Barman. As I used to be scared of looking at the direction as you're roaring and shouting. And now it's come to a fact where you're asking me how I heard voice and it's like, I just love how it goes foot circle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as I said, consistency, get started. And uh, what's best, if you don't really know, you need uh, 
I don't mean to plug, like, but you do need a coach if you don't really know where you're going. Because if you get your form right, I'm wrong, sorry, you risk so much injuries. Form That's right. And you need to be compounds. The three three main things you need is the three main compounds. You need to deadlift it properly, squat, and bench press. If you're going to do any isolation type workouts, exactly. you need to do that type of stuff first because that's where your core strength is going to be, your base strength is going to be, you want to see where you are, and then the isolations will come after. Yeah. As you get more and more advanced, you can always do pre-exhaust workouts, you can do isolations, very minimal compounds, but to gain strength, you're going to need the compounds. You're going to lift, have to get used to compound lifts and stuff like that, pull-ups even, things like that, body, body weight programs, there's so many things you got to do, and you've got to be able to follow it. I won't say cheat on your diet, or be, it has to be a strict diet, but you got to know what you're eating, what you're eating, where you're going, so you can't just go to the gym twice a week and still eat the same food that you that you were eating that got you into the shape that you didn't want to be in and expect miracles. So many people come to the gym and train for two, three weeks and think, oh, I'm not putting on, I'm not losing weight, I'm not putting on weight, I'm not putting on muscle. It's, it's hard, it's, you have to be consistent with it. There's off-seasons, pros have off-seasons and stuff like that. For the majority of people, it's 24-7. For me, there's no off-season. I do this every day, every single day of the year. Like, even if you're not in here, you're doing recovery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. yeah. The only days off I had is Sundays, and sometimes I'm inside here doing cardio. I have active recoveries. Every single day I'm, I'm doing this type of stuff. Not because I need to, it's because I want to. It becomes a team. I remember I was talking to another ex-girlfriend of mine. Hold on, I don't, one, two, how many we are now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she comes here, she trains there, you know, or like, uh, yeah. I was training her there recently, you know, and then talking to her about, because I was in Boston uh, not that long ago, last year sometime, and um, I, all I was looking for, I was in Boston for what, 10, 12 days, can't remember. And all I was looking for was gyms everywhere. I couldn't find gym anywhere. I eventually found one, it pays you go type team. Expensive. Dear. Team, oh, yeah. What was it? $16 for a pays you go. Every single time I go in. And I remember, like, this is like my brother was over there and he'd be like, man, take, take, take a break. Like, you know, you're, you're over here. On holiday. But this isn't a break for me. I love doing this. Yeah. You know, I love going to the gym. I, I was saying that to, the, to my ex about them, so she agreed with me and stuff like that. So I love going to the gym. It's not a break. I actually feel bad when I'm not in the gym. I feel worse. I'm the same. So, so it's it's the not going that kills me. It is, yeah. It just, sure. it's, it's a mindset thing too. Like, yeah. you know, I have, you know, you need a rest, obviously. Your body needs to recover. But it's, it depends on the train. I got I got a bit off topic, as I always do. No, you're all good. What I would say to people, you need to start. There's no better time to start. You need to be consistent and you need to be realistic. L- lay the foundations. You You'll never see a house build without laying the foundation. What a beautiful metaphor. Like, you need to be realistic in your goals. Set a goal. Don't say, I want to lose 80 pounds in, in eight weeks. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You can juice up. It's not going to happen. You can do anything. It's not going to happen. Set a goal. Stop taking notice of social media, clowns, you know, people who are on it, influencers <laughs> and all that who are selling you Diet are a complete other Oh, they wrecked my head. Oh, my God. Do you know what I did actually recently? I some There's a girl I know. I went to school with her, right? Um, I don't know her very well now, but I remember she was either the year below me or the year ahead of me. I can't remember which it was. But she was selling these, like, pills. They trim fat. Mm, trim fat. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's great. I don't need to exercise ever, guys. This is great. They trim fat. Yeah. I asked her a few questions. I was like, have these been scientifically tested? I said, like, I was like what research papers have you did? And because I just wanted to know was this genuine or not, like, and the answers to every question were like, um, oh yeah, they have been. I was like, can I see the paper? Like, you know, was in where where did you publish the paper and things like that? Yeah. Oh no, it was just like questionnaires that we gave to people. I was like, yeah, what people do you give questionnaires to? 
oh yeah just like kind of friends that we gave the product to. i was like yeah i was like what, what do you think your friends are going to say about yeah, the product exactly. of course they're going to say it works yeah. like they're probably the skinniest people ever you're giving the product to do you know where's the pre and post like there's nothing exactly, you know, like yeah it's that, and yeah. and who's to say they're not exercising like you know there's no yeah, yeah, proof yeah. behind these things oh they're just oh they wreck my head do you ever notice a lot of these people who are selling these type of stuff was always I am you have a social media influence they have like you know I, can't, I don't know her name but she's a clone uh, and I'm a clone <laughs> I don't know her name she's like a heavy English one she's always on I think it's a big brother all those type of things I don't know her name Gemma something anyway oh Gemma Collins that's her clone boy oh my god selling these diet pills and oh Jesus Christ Oh, it's very orange. Right, she's just going all those kind of people who's literally tricking you. Like, be straight. Yeah. Be straight. I know that absolute clown. Just a, a model that looked good that they mm-hmm. gave these products to, to try and sell them on social media. Oh, they're, they're all the clowns. Just guys like Atlee Nix, things like that. They're the guys you need to follow. They're the real guys, Atlee Nix. Our own channels, things like that. Our own Facebook, Instagrams. Real, real, real shit. Yeah, yeah, the real stuff. Like, and you know, that's what this podcast for me is all about. Yeah, it is. Like, y- Caroline yeah. Mahoney, uh, Gary Panetta, Joe Ballinger, they're the real yeah. people you like, listen to. You, you look at the, what you call it, the intro to this podcast and you look at the first clip up, it's like, I'm bringing on real people to yeah. talk real shit. Yeah, it is, It's yeah. not about, it's not, I don't want to hear from this idiot that says, oh, this works, like, and you click your fingers and wait. Yeah, yeah, 100%. This is a journey. Life is a journey. And, and everything to do with wellness is a journey, so. Anything easy everyone will be doing it. If it was easy everyone would be doing it. Anything that's worth it is going to be hard to achieve, going to be hard to get it. But it makes it so better when a young you do achieve when you do get it. I had a client there actually recently and she gave me a wave, Paulina. Yeah. Angel, Paulina. And some what classes we have coming up and things like that. It's always new that she was into her fitness. She used to be down doing some mobility and stretch classes and things like that. Always knew that I ran a competition then towards the end and uh, the first lockdown. And uh, two of them won. She was one of them who won it. And uh, I was delighted. I was actually not going to lie. I was delighted yeah. she won it because I knew where her mind was. I knew she was going to be so. And commit to it. Yeah. yeah. The only, the only um, would have been a problem was the fact that she's vegan. So for certain things, it could have been a problem, but I, I just knew where we were going, what yeah. we were doing, how, how to set up. So I knew where we were going. She told me where we were going. We did check-ins. We talked on the phone. We did everything that we needed to do, consultation-wise, and see where she had with her health and things. And she killed it, man. She did, what, six weeks? Every check-in from every week, she was better and better yeah. and better. Like, and there was, was so much stuff that, like, her, her, review, her uh, reviews about it, not reviews, but uh, feedback. She'd be telling me that she couldn't do her steps this day or could do her job this day because she, she's she's a mother she has a job everything like that and you know it's understandable that's, that we work around things like that exactly so the, the whole program is designed for her but the, the key was is that she admitted it but it was that yeah. okay oh, but i'll get it the next time do you know yeah, exactly, so, so yeah. many people say oh i didn't get it and that's the end of the world exactly. and it stops and that it's not about that it's about if you miss something or you don't get something you make sure you do it the next time it. put that it before you know like everyone's human like, everyone's you know? human just exactly we're not robots we're not and coaches are not expecting you to no. To be absolutely insane every single time we check in or we see or you did everything perfect because we know you're bullshit. Yeah, exactly. You're bullshit. That's it. Yeah. Because we just we lay out the law, we lay out the guidelines for you, 
uh, we tell you how to do, how to you know implement implement it. It is entirely up to you. Then, and like Paulina, we did. Like, she's not listening to this. I don't know why. in the middle of our uh, our coaching, she, she a menstrual cycle. Things that happen. These things happen. It mm -hmm. affected her routine, her workouts, all like that. We worked around it. Yeah. We did everything around it. Everything that we were doing was based to help her in a certain area of where she was that week, that current week, that week, and after that. And, and she's killing it now. I see her sometimes when I'm inside her training, she's still doing her, her little jog or her walks and stuff like that. And uh, I was like, this girl, she, uh, it's not just physical that like, transformed, it's our mentality now. Exactly. Like said, it's transformed. And yeah. when we open the gyms, we are going to kill it and she's going to be insane. And like, she's so much um, genetic potential as well, too, for a mother. She could, I'm fully convinced. We get this going right. If she wanted to, she could step on stage and yeah. be in a bikini. Uh, she could. She's so much an influence. Yeah. What I've seen from her, she can. And yeah. the fact that, um, like I said there earlier, with the once we know your bullshit and with the check-ins and things like that, if everything is perfect and stuff. Definitely. Like that, yeah. We know your bullshit. See, as a coach, there's not, like we can only do so much. Like so many coaches, I feel they're too quick to blame the time. Yeah. Teams when they need to be looking at how the program is set up. I'll always take responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Rega regardless if it's their fault or not. Yeah. yeah Even if yeah. I know my heart and soul, like I've had football teams. Yeah. And I know that what I was doing was right because I, I, if I didn't, I be, wouldn't be a good coach. Exactly. I believe, I believe in my ability in the story, yeah. and I know what I'm doing is right. But I still took the blame for what I knew was their shortcomings because that's your job. That's your job. You're the coach. You take the responsibility regardless. Yeah, like, but. Personal, you're personally training. They are paying you to give them the best of your knowledge for what they want to achieve, yeah. not for what the other person next to them wants to achieve. You're not a group coach and stuff like that. You need to, you need to, like, I feel like people, so many coaches are so quick to, to, she didn't follow this, she didn't follow that. Look, it's our job to get yeah. them in the mindset to follow it. Exactly. You need to look at why did, why did she go around there? Why is this not attainable for her? What's going on? Let mm. me look at the program again. You exactly. Look at the program and see what is it, what's here that. So yeah. glad that she can't adjust to it, she can't do that. You need to make changes, you need to make amendments, and you need to go from there. And yeah, I know at the same time. There are times you can't, because you you have to get something back. You have to, exactly. You need, like, yeah. There is times where there's only so much change yeah. and amendments you can make to it, and if it's still the same thing, the first, the client is going to have to look at That's it. Like, I had a client recently that was like, you're on about diet there and saying, oh, is this your actual diet, things like that. Yeah. Like, I had their calorie count, I had their weight, I had everything nailed down. Yeah. I had this properly nailed their training was nailed there was still no weight loss and i was like yeah. so you being honest with how much you're eating are you actually weighing it out and things i was like no, i only asked them to do i never asked them to actually count calories every single week yeah i said do once and we'll see where you're at and then i'll say what you need to add in or what you need to take and after that week i just got a, a figure but it magically added up to within the exact range i said that mm. you know they needed to be in magically like yeah, yeah and but still six weeks later there was no progress no progress i was yeah. like did you know what I did? You know what's lying like. They're doing something. Yeah, like no, it might, like, it might be an honest mistake, but it happens then a few times in a row. Yeah, I think. Yeah. You're just like. But they, you know what the main thing about that is? They know themselves. That's it. They know it. When they're, they're trying to convince themselves that, oh, that it could be something to do with the coach, it could be that, but it could be at the start. After four or five weeks of the same type of team, you're going to have to look at yourself. You're going to say, yeah. what aren't you doing that you're skipping that you should be doing? You know, there's just. And so I know I know it's hard for a lot, especially females, with counting calories and to maintain stuff like that. You know, a lot of a lot of people do their fasting work, fasting workouts or keto diets and things like that. Yeah. Which I I'm not a big fan of because I don't think they're maintainable. You can't maintain no. that in the long run. You no. can't just like 
for the rest of my life until I get to a certain weight uh, that I like, I'm going to do keto. I'm going to just go fasting. I'm not yeah, eat I, I intermittent fasted for a long time, but next thing I was like, ah. I can't do this. Yeah, they're not maintainable. They are not they're just not. No, I wouldn't strike them out like other people do. Yeah. They have their place. They're short. They, they're, they short have their hours. term, like for focus and things like that. Yeah. They give you the structure that you need for your short term goal. Yeah, but that's all it is. It's a short term That's goal. it. That's all it is. But you need to then cop on and say, okay, now I need to advance yeah, yeah. and, you know, stick yeah. to something attainable. Like. I feel like, you know, when you do those type of diets, you're always going to have uh, your cravings. You're always going to. Yeah. want your pizzas on a Sunday or things like that and your snacks so there's always going to be cravings whereas if you just if you just got a better relationship with your food you will not have these certain cravings you, you do it so much easier and it's attainable and it's, you can keep it going to a long period of your life forever if you want mm -hmm. whereas these like short-term bad diets keto and uh, all those fasting intermittent fasting don't eat for 12 hours and things like that they are not maintainable you cannot do that for the rest of your life it's not going to work because you eventually do get down to the way you want to be to or whatever you're trying to achieve through it and then it's maintenance and then it's maintenance so you're going to go off it and think oh yeah i did all that now i'm at the way i want to be so we can go back on to eating the way i was eating then the weights is going to bloom back up straight away again it's like it's just some people just don't want to put in the hard work they yeah. just want to just do it uh, an easy fast way but it's small margins it is it is people it's, think it's this big huge deal yeah, it's not it's not Oh my God, uh, macronutrient count, counting for a lot, a lot of those people, macros and micros, if you want to talk about it. Don't, like I see so many people, I've got so many people who don't want uh, to be coached, they just want um, personalized diet plans, yeah. things like that, but they want them done as in like, I'm I'm giving Cristiano exactly. Ronaldo, uh, a diet program. But what I find is, just before, sorry, no, I don't mean to interrupt you, but what I find, they say you, they don't want coaching, Yeah. but... Your diet is based off what your coaching is. It is, 100%. Yeah, and exactly. They don't get that. Like. You see, I just want to lose weight, so I just kind of want to know what to eat. I was like, uh, you can eat everything that you're already eating. It's just about uh, the how much you're doing, the quantity, the, how you're doing the moderation, things like that. You still can eat that pizza. Maybe instead of eating a full pizza every Sunday, maybe you eat half of it, or maybe you eat two slices of it. <laughs> you just, I got so many people, and I've actually, I'm not going to lie, I've done up the programs for them as well, too, just to create the idea what they wanted. They asked for it, they got them. You know, kind of way, even though I've told him so many times on message talk, it's like, you don't need this. This is very, very strict. This is what's going to be kind of hard to maintain as you're going forward. So the idea of my, my diet programs is you're going to be on this diet program for three, four weeks, and then uh, depending on where you are, we change everything up, and then we keep changing the program maybe two or three weeks from that point on. But, uh, but so many people are doing it, and uh, it's like they're... Yeah, I want this Cristiano Ronaldo diet program. I want this Conor McGregor diet program. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to be able to. You're just an average Joe. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It's unattainable. Yeah. They're doing these diets for their professionalism. Yeah. They are professional athletes. It's so based specifically to perform yeah, exactly. in that capacity yeah. for that period of time. Exactly. I've I, I mean, so. I got so many people text me. It's like, I, uh, I can eat anything. I just don't like spinach. I don't like tomatoes. I don't like that. It's like, you're not getting any of that. You're not getting. It's just a matter. I'm just going to. Count up where your calories are, where your maintenance levels are. Yeah. Get your macro. You don't have to. You don't have to have you know fifty percent protein, you know thirty percent, you know carbs. You don't have yeah. to have the twenty percent fats in. It doesn't have to be that hard. That no. for average average dose. Exactly. Just be in the deficit. Yeah. Just be in the deficit. If I eat three thousand calories at maintenance, if I want to lose weight, I'm eating twenty five hundred calories. Simple. That is it. I am going to lose weight. You are not going to gain fat. When you are in a deficit, yeah. if you are in a surplus, you are always going to gain fat. There's no such thing as 
yeah, I want to bulk up. I don't want to gain fat. Not possible. You were going to gain fat when you bulk up. Exactly. It's, it's just this human body. It's unfortunate it's fact, but it's... Social media is a thing. It is. It is. Like, I've gone an angry rant here about this. <laughs> you're all good, man. You're all good. Um, so just like we've touched an awful lot on kind of physical health, diet, things like that. In terms of mental health, stuff like that, um, like you've spoken an awful lot about COVID, lockdown, how you've, we're nearly finishing up now, but um, in terms of mental health, coping with COVID, how, how have you coped with it? And what would you say to Ooh, the public um, about it? Tell you what has hit me a lot with the COVID. I started, uh, and it's, it's kind of pretty, uh, I don't want to say it's often, but um, the fact that we are in lockdown and we can't really travel too much, you kind of, like I keep saying, you make lemonade on lemons, you make the most of it. So what I did was for, for me to help um, in the first lockdown and kind of get used to it, I signed up for webinars, seminars, all that type of stuff to learn new skills. I just learned new skills. Um, and there's a guy called Phil Graham, who's a coach as well too, a very, very good coach. And I started taking part in a lot of these webinars and things like that and seeing how I could... There was no point sitting at home and just waiting for this to die off and just kind of staying at the level you are. You need to live There are so many things you can do. So many things. Yeah. I started Twitch. I started Twitch. I started... Yeah. You know, one thing, there's two things I'm very passionate about. Fitness. And gaming, I like playing games with boys. I like playing games with random people around the world. I just love it. It's, I love doing that. I like interaction. And um, I started my Twitch channel, and it, it keeps me. I'm on a structured root, uh, routine of how I would, when I'm streaming, when I'm not streaming, things like that. And you know, you're locked down. What else can you do? Don't play video games with the lads for a while. So you might as well stream it to people online and hopefully make some money off it. I've learned marketing skills. I've learned how to do e-commerce, all that type of stuff. I, I was even looking into learning Japanese at one stage. I don't know why. I why not? Why not? And it's hard, man. Japanese is hard. I applied just to see, because I'm is the type it? of guy, I want to do something just to know that I can do something, but once I figure out what I can do it, I'm not interested. Do, in do you know what I'd love to learn? No. Croatian. Croatian? Yeah, I don't know why. Just Croatian. Oh, yeah. It's Eastern just, European type Yeah, of I don't know why. I just really... Spanish. Maybe it's the blonde girls in Croatia. The Eastern European girls are good looking, right? They're yeah. always blonde too, aren't they? Yeah. Scandinavian girls too, always blonde. Yeah. Like the Icelandic, the Swedish, Denmark, you know. Just come and talk Irish and pretend that it's Croatian. Yeah, it's like, I think it's a pack like. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not the blonde here, like this. Uh, Spanish is a language I actually really want. And I've learned a bit of Spanish because I was in Madrid there last year. And I made friends over there. And he learned, his Spanish has improved. He just is. The nicest guy in the world, but he's literally the version of uh, a human dog. You know, <laughs> like, do you ever watch Parks and Recreation? Do you know Chris Pratt? No. Uh, he's literally like Chris Pratt. He's I know like, Chris Pratt, but I've never watched the show. Like, stupid, lovable type of guy. He's so <laughs> stuff, but he's so lovable. I know. He learned Spanish. There's... I went to Spain and I met him. I haven't seen him in a minute, and I met him. He's Spanish. So I was just like, man, I'm blown away by this. And I started learning a bit thing. And they all you know, which Spanish girls you need to be able to speak a bit in Spanish. You know, like, I don't really need to. Like, but, Cousin handy, yeah. but um, yeah, it seems and like has he the accent? The accent, yeah, or is it Irish accent with the Spanish? There's there one thing about that, right? We were going to the you know what I mean? They say accents, uh, being able to speak in a certain language. I think body language is, is plays a major role because yeah. uh, we were inside, you could tell me and Paul, like, August, uh, we were the, we were the two Irish heads in this club, yeah, we were like, we were just paid pasty guys sitting at the bar with drinks when everyone is like. Dancing. Spanish mentalities, they grind on each other. Yeah. They are doing sex. Up on tables. Yeah, like, yeah. Or, like you know, they are, I couldn't get over how, like, I couldn't get, I just could not get over how they It's pure Shakira job, like, oh, that's, yeah. Jesus Christ, and I was loving it, though. But I remember I was going to the bathroom, and there was just, like, the, the women's toilet was uh, packed, and 
uh, there's only one main side. You slip this a, a door and a toilet in there. That's all. And uh, there's a, a kind of a bigger Spanish girl, to say the least, uh, standing in front of it. And I was trying to walk in. She kind of stopped me. She blocked me. And she was like, oh, I'm a baby, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I understand. <laughs> but I did understand. Even though I didn't have a clue, but I couldn't understand her bad language. And then Paul came over and was like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, no, her friend's inside getting sick. Like, she just waiting at the door there. And then uh, the one was like, see, see. And then the one came over to tell you. And she was like, massive, grand. And I was like, oh, no worries. And Paul was like, oh, the body language is a huge thing as well, yeah. and, you know, people, your body language can tell more about you than you speaking, you know. So yeah. did, like did you ever see the Joey Barton interview? Anyway, oh, I don't know what. Anyway, to, to Marseille. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, just, I can't stand Joey Barrett. Oh. He knows I love the breeze. <laughs> I can't stand him. Oh, God. Uh, it's funny. Um, right, we've nearly kind of got there. Um, we're actually over an hour now. Whiskey's nearly gone to and top of it. This conversation's gone, I love this. It, it is, uh, it's nice. I actually wanted to keep going on with this one. I just don't want it to do it long either. Um, anything you want to talk about? Um... Well, I want to say sorry first and foremost because I feel like I just could not shut up talking there. You know, when I get going, it's hard to get me to stop. That's what's all about, man. So, no, it's not really. It's not really like anyone. For the viewers at home, whoever's viewing, if you want to get in contact with me or talk to me about it or advice about anything, just DM me on my Instagram page, David More Fitness. I talk to you about anything. I give you advice. Anything fitness, well-being, anything like that. Um, I'm here. Free advice. I'll even do a free program for you if you want. Yeah. Feeling, feeling yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We see where we are. I, I always give one free if someone's starting out. Yeah. Like course, if yeah. someone's never, never taken a step before. Yeah, yeah. To make them take the step. Exactly. Like I have, I'm working on a few teams at the moment, and Power Cogs has got a lot of stuff going on at the moment. Just fair play to this. I love this podcast idea. <laughs> yeah. you know, I really want to do something. Uh, it's pure uh, Stone Cold and the Undertaker oh, with the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a great one. Oh, like, session, yeah, love it. Love it. Love it. But um, things like that, like I want to do a podcast. My mentor from Cork, Alan, he's on a lot of podcasts. I'm more free shadow, class guy, great guy, amazing human being. Sensei. Sensei, yeah. Love the horse. Coach Joe Ballinger, like just the best, best. Do you say Joe Ballinger? Joe Ballinger, yeah. That's class. There's a horse I back to Chetland, Bob Ballinger. Really? What a hero. I'm telling you. But love um, it. yeah, <laughs> I'm creating, I'm doing my own website, and the website started to, to get me going again. Uh, on Twitch, guys, I stream on Twitch. Um, I have a lot of teams where I might do live live workout streams on my Twitch channel, my own type of workouts that you can follow at home. Well, not really at home, but once you get into the gym, so we get your own gym. The bodybuilding type workouts, guys, are not body weight movements that we do here. These are bodybuilding type workouts that I do. So, yeah, I have a few things I'm going to. I, I kind of keep a couple of things quiet because just in case, you know, yeah. you, know, you want to keep... I, was, I, like, I have this podcast planned a year, yeah. like since last... February, March, and I kept it quiet until literally November, December. Yeah, because I, 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 like, I didn't know was I going to be able to get the things in place. Like, I remember your first Instagram, one of your first Instagram stories I seen when we first started doing these classes. There, you had a, uh, you had a video behind the camera of your camera of your phone with the, okay, saying it's like uh, podcast vibes. Yeah, like that. I was like, it actually looks like a podcast vibes. So I, I kind of put it up as like, I'm just do one as well too, mate. Just doing podcasts. Because I can, I, I can talk to these, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't shut up. But once I get something I'm passionate about, that's it. But it's fitness and game. And when it's someone that you're comfortable just talking to them about. Oh, like, it is. Just... Hi,
we're mates as well too. Like, so it's not like we're strangers talking to each other. Yeah. I'm not just telling random stranger about my my ex girlfriends and things like that. Exactly. You know? so yeah. That is what it is. Some passion about fitness, gaming, women. The autistic, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. yeah, it's great, man. It's been good. I don't really need to say too much else about it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was absolutely a pleasure, man. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, Can't wait. I'm going to do it again, just so you know. Hundred um, percent. It was the best podcast that I winged so far, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed it, and we'll catch you in a bit.